Hey guys, how are you? Welcome. Welcome Hi. back. Welcome back. So here we are, X and Y podcast, but you know that. Episode nine. And um Who are you? I'm Katie. I'm Paul. Who are you? Nice to meet you. Hey, hi. I would hope that they could distinguish our voices by now, but I don't want to alienate the listeners that are just listening starting at this episode. So today's a good one. Yeah. Today's a, a heavy heavy one. Oof. Oof. So um yeah, how how was your week? So ups and downs again, guys. One good thing, one bad thing. One good thing that happened to me was that I bought Vans for ten dollars. Uh, I'm really yes. proud of myself for like my mom had like super coupons and stuff. So shout I'm, out to moms because yes. she could have used that on herself. Well, she always does that. She's like, I have X amount off. Like, I'm going to look for myself. And then she never finds anything. So then I always find something. <laughs> like, Sorry you're using your rewards on me, but you never find anything. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. And my down, oh boy, my down is that my student loans just hit me. Oof. Um. So they, like, I got the first bill, which is due like a month from now. But the fact that I just got my first bill makes me want to throw up. So here we are. Let's just say a collective prayer for Paul because R.I.P. And if anybody wants to pay them off, I am more than willing to negotiate yeah, something Sugar out. mama, maybe? Any rich person that doesn't know what to do with their money? Sponsor us. That t- Okay, we do <laughs> have a button on our anchor site that says support this podcast and no one has clicked on it to support this podcast. So. Guys, we need coffee for this podcast. That happens every time. That's a financial burden for us. True. True. The electricity we use, the time spent, Katie edits, that wasn't a <laughs> sentence at all. But it made sense, like, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> if you just so, break it down. Hey, support us. Send us, just send us some money. Just Venmo us $1,000. Yeah, true. Please. My Venmo is at pflanagan sixteen. I don't want to give mine because I have no idea what it hey, is. You can't request it. Like, don't be that person. Don't request anything from me. Because we're having <laughs> this conversation that I don't have any money. So feel free if you want. Oh, life's hard. Um, so my up <laughs> is that as this episode is coming out, it is now Thanksgiving break for me. Which is, thank God. Like, if anyone has been in college, they know that, like, Thanksgiving break is that time where you're just like, Oh my god, thank god. Like, I just, you just need it so badly, and then... But it's like a tease, because then well, you yeah. go back for two weeks. Which leads me to my down, which is that it's almost finals week, and I want to throw up, because finals. See, my Thanksgiving break was literally the Wednesday, like, half day, maybe. Yeah. And then Thursday, Friday. That's, that's what it. most schools do, but UConn is, like, strange, and they do a whole entire week. See, a lot of some people do that. And then we, like, we go back a week earlier than most people in, like, January. Which is, like, kind of a bummer. But I'm not going back because I'm graduating, so hell yeah. We're living. You can send Katie graduation gifts. Oh my god, please. That would be so nice. Or six months later. Hey. (laughs) Let me shine, please. (laughs) Let me shine. Um, Yeah, so that's my my up and down. We're going to eat some turkey. I feel like... Knowing that this was the one that was coming out right before Thanksgiving, we probably should have done a gratitude episode, but it's fine. Yeah, we'll do it after Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. So anyway, Thanksgiving is also a general up, I think, for both of us, if you enjoy Thanksgiving. I do. I mean, I'm 
very indifferent, like flat line. Do you whatever. like Thanksgiving food? Yes, but I'm not big on turkey. I'm not big on turkey either, but I'm all about the sides. Stuffing, a green bean casserole. Mm-hmm. Do you do sweet potato casserole? No. <gasps> do you like sweet potatoes? Yes. So good. With marshmallows on top. See, I've never had it that way because my mom doesn't like marshmallows, so she doesn't make it that way. Barbara. <laughs> so, yes, my, that's my mother's name. <laughs> My mom makes it with marshmallows. It's so good. Actually, my grandma usually makes it. I'm going to do that today. Like, we recorded in advance. Sorry, guys. Spoiler alert. But So, like, actually today you're going to do it. Like, today. Yes. Yes. So, two weeks ago, I I made (laughs) sweet potato casserole things. Wait, you're making it just for shits? Yeah. I have marshmallows and I have a sweet potato. Nice. Yes, it's so good. It's so good. And then I just like, I always have a really small Thanksgiving, so Same. I like, I enjoy it though. That's why I don't enjoy it. Like, I wish it was crazy. And like, we had a huge table runner and this 13 people I like, get, like, running around. Yeah. I mean, I used to have that when I lived in California because all of my like Italian family is there, but here, like, my family doesn't get together. We do Christmas here with my Swedish family, but, um, I used to have that, and it was fun. But I get a little dose of it, because I always, after my Thanksgiving dinner, I go to my boyfriend's house and, like, have dessert with his family. And, like, he's has a big Italian family, and they're all crazy, and I love them, and it's it's fun. So they have, like, a huge table set up. They have the kids' table. They have, like, a ton of food, and his grandma cooks all her Italian food, and it's, like, really good. So I don't know. Thanksgiving has really lost its, like, punch. I still love years. it. I just, I, I always wake up. We make, like, um, this cranberry orange nut bread that's, like, really, really good. My mom and I make it. We watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I'll, I'll bake you a loaf. It's Thank so you. good. It's really easy. I'll, I'll do it for you. Um, we, like, eat that. We watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And then, like, my mom cooks. And we have wine. And my grandma comes over. And, like, we just so eat. Do and... you host Thanksgiving? Well, yeah. But it's literally, like, just my family. And then my grandma comes over. Yeah. So it's five Five people. Yeah, we have six people yeah. on a good day. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, I just enjoy it. I just think it's a nice, like, day to spend with family. I love the food. My mom makes really good Thanksgiving food, as does my grandma also brings stuff, so that's always good, too. And um, I just enjoy it. And then it's, like, Christmas, and it's, like, just, ah, it's just, it's a really good, like, gateway into, like, all that. So. A couple weeks ago, we debated whether or not Christmas music was acceptable, so. Oh, and I have to. it finally is. I have to update you. I did crack and listen to it, but mostly because it's the only thing my boyfriend and I can agree on in the car to listen to, because he's been on a Red Hot Chili Peppers kick. I don't like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He doesn't like my music. So we're like, all right, common ground, Christmas music. So I did crack. You can judge me all you want, but I have no regrets. (laughs) I have no regrets. So anyway, okay. Shower thoughts. Oh, I have to get mine open. Um, so I, I guess I'll just say this isn't a shower thought really. I just saw it on the internet and it again spoke to me. So it could be shit that's deep, but it's also whatever. So for those of you that may or may not know this, I wear glasses and I can't see. I'm also colorblind. So like. My vision is very, very impaired. Multiple forms of blind. So, I saw this on the internet. Seeing is so expensive if you're not born with 20-20 vision. $70 a month for contacts or $200 to $400 for eyeglasses. Meanwhile, Shoddy over there is wearing non-prescription glasses for fashion. 
must be nice seeing for free and appropriating poor vision culture. Ooh. And I was like, yes, why would you choose to wear glasses? Ooh, yeah, I do feel that. I um, so. I mean, I don't, obviously, I have decent vision. I do have reading glasses because, like, my eyes get, like, just really tired and, like, then I can't see. But um, I'm sorry about that. Like, that but sucks. I guess it's, like, how girls feel, like, you have to pay to, like, not bleed Everywhere. everywhere and I have to yeah I have to pay to like conceal my nipples apparently that like, but guys can you don't necessarily need need quote unquote need to do that but if I didn't buy glasses I literally wouldn't be able to see yeah it wouldn't impair me in <laughs> any way it just wouldn't be socially acceptable yes I guess well like if I were just bleeding everywhere I mean, well, yes, it's but like, you'd also not be comfortable. I'd be uncomfortable. It's gross, and people would be like, "What the hell is this girl doing? This is disgusting." So, it but it wouldn't like I wouldn't like walk into a wall, or like not be able to drive. <laughs> like so, yeah, I would. you would. Yeah, that is that's. Sad. I'd be affecting society a little bit more than you would. That would be a huge <laughs> um, danger to society. I'm, I'm sorry, that sucks. I I was just listening to like a podcast I listened to has a sponsor that's like these like cheap contacts i don't yeah, yeah. i didn't really understand it but she was talking the girl like talking about it was talking about how much her contacts are and that every time you need to refill your prescription you have to go to your you have to get an appointment with your eye doctor and like oh, i don't do that oh, okay well she did and like it was so much money and then she like chose to do dailies which are like a lot of money well, yes Oh my god, that sounds like But awful. I'm like I didn't choose this life. Yeah. Excuse me. I would like to be able to see. Yeah. But that just wasn't in the dice, I guess. So. Yeah, you gotta just play with the cards <laughs> that you're dealt. I'm sorry about that, but um, you know it could be worse. It could be. That's true. So, There's always something worse. Just gotta so. keep it in perspective. Okay. Well, I like that. That's that is interesting to think about. I'm sorry because I, I did. I was once one of those girls that bought fake glasses. See, I had friends that did that, and I was like, "Excuse me, you're not allowed to do that." What kind of <laughs> friend are you? Uh, it's okay. We all grow and we learn. And, um, yeah. Okay, so my shower thought, I know you have two, I only have one, um, is if you're drinking without a straw, you're drinking from the top down. If you're drinking with a straw, you're drinking from the bottom up. (laughs) True. Whoa! I really had to think about that for a sec and I was like, that's so true. That's so true. So which is, like, more gross? Because people, like, always are like backwash is like gross blah, blah, blah. well i don't think you really backwash with a straw and if you're right. drinking without a straw you're not getting the backwash right away just later if you finish it because the backwash goes to the bottom why would it if you're backwashing it would land on the top oh wait you right so probably drinking without a straw is probably grosser <laughs> as, she as, I take, a straw. as i take a drink <laughs> without a straw um but i don't think i backwash that's interesting to think about also the concept of backwashing i feel like it's not hard to not just close your mouth swishing in their mouth and spitting it back into their i mean don't you close your lips before you take the cup away i do i'm like i don't know i've never really analyzed my drinking i just did it as i took a drink so um okay well anyway also backwash fake news that's not real (laughs) it doesn't happen who cares anyway okay okay my second shower thought sorry guys i just came up with like two this week whatever um it came from tumblr people with anxiety don't have a train of thought we have seven trains 
on four tracks that narrowly avoid each other when the paths cross and all the conductors are screaming. Oh my god, literally that and explains... I was like, that's a, yeah, that's like a great analogy. That's what my brain is like. I mean, I don't really suffer from anxiety like as much as other people do, but... It was just like very relevant. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. As it makes sense to someone who doesn't have anxiety. Yeah, yeah, no. So um, I was like, wow. I do have anxiety, as I've talked about, and um, when I'm having those moments, that's exactly what my brain feels (laughs) like. Just like this, like constant, just ah, like just noise. Like seven trains on four tracks, narrowly avoided. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Seven (laughs) trains on four tracks. I didn't even. That didn't even sink in. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Imagine I just it just makes me laugh to think about just trains passing each other and just the conductors just screaming. (laughs) Trains are low key like scary because like they are the whole like I guess it's the same thing with airplanes, but the whole science of like figuring out tracks. That almost freaks me out more than airplanes because there's more room. There's more room. (laughs) Like when, because I take a train twice a week to go to New York City, and when trains like pass each other going opposite ways, you feel the trains go like, like, and it's scary. It's like, oh my god, like, are we gonna die? It's so weird. Um, yeah, trains freak me out. Also, like the other day, there was I got an alert on my phone when I was literally walking to the train station about to leave the city, and it was like, there's delays for slippery conditions on the train tracks, and I was like. Oh my god. What does that even mean? Aren't they attached to the track? It's like if there's wet leaves and they get under the wheels, that's how trains derail. Yeah, it scared me so much. I was like, oh my god, I'm about to get on this train and I'm about to die, but I didn't die. It was fine. So we're here. We're living. We're thriving. But I've always thought it interesting that when it snows, there's a like like a snowplow train. That's so cool to me. Also, <laughs> I like for the first time in my life, it was actually yesterday, I saw like a like a construction train go it was like not a, it didn't have like a bunch of cars but it was just like it looked like a bulldozer but it was like a train to go fix the tracks and i was like this is so cool i've never seen this in my life i know wow i love learning new things so cool okay trains nice nice so that's the thoughts today those are the thoughts from the shower or the yep. internet yeah from tumblr yeah mine was also from tumblr i didn't mention that but it was it wasn't original because every time i'm original i forget it by the time we record so it's fine anyway okay so today we are talking about dun 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 commitment and the settling yeah bye oh paul just left uh it's just me okay um commitment and the settling down years which if you're in your 20s which we are um it's a scary time and commitment is it's like a pretty scary thing for a lot of people and a big topic I think in your 20s like it's like probably the prevailing topic of your 20s is like committing in all terms like all contexts of that word I think that's more paranoia if you're not in a relationship and if you are in a relationship you're like oh shit like things need to get a move on here yeah so I want to talk about that perspectives here yeah so um first we'll start by saying and when I told Paul what episode, like, my idea for the episode, he was, this is what he said exactly, in all caps, everyone is getting married. And literally true, I've seen, like, four to five weddings of people that, like, either acquaintances that I, like, knew or, like, people that I actually was friends with, but I wasn't invited to their weddings, which is, like, rude. But, um, in the past, like, few months, like, a girl in our grade just literally just tied the knot, like, a month ago. Yeah. 
You know who I'm talking about. Uh, maybe. But whatever. Well, I'll just pretend like I know. Okay. Well, she was in our grade, uh-huh. and she got engaged, like, a year ago. She just graduated college, and they are now married as of last month. And the wedding looked beautiful, but it was, like, it's just... And, like, I'm totally, like, in support. Like, if you want to get married, like, now, and, like, you've been with someone for a while, like, whatever. Like, I'm not going to judge you for getting married at, you know, 22. But it's still, like, jarring, I think, more for me that it's, like, holy shit. Like, this is a real, like, thing. This is, like, a possibility in life to get married right now. Like, it's not that crazy. Yeah. Well, it's so and weird. I know... Also, because, like, I work with someone who's in their later 20s Mm -hmm. who has literally gone to a wedding, like, every weekend. Yeah. I know. I'm like, whoa. I mean, I love that. I love weddings. I can't wait until my friends start getting married. But, like... That freaks me out so much. I know. It's, like, a weird... Like, Katie... (laughs) Katie just mentioned marriage before, and I was like, uh, no. No, that's canceled. Yeah, yeah. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. I was talking about, like, moving abroad with my boyfriend, and I was like, well, we'd have to be married, and I'm not getting married this summer, and then Paul was like, what? Sorry, Well, I mean, I don't think he wants to get married this summer either. It's, like, way too... We're so poor. Like, we can't do that. But, um, anyway. Yeah, it's, um, it's really crazy. So, okay. Let's talk about the pressure to commit, and then, like, from that, the pressure to find someone and settle down. So, like... I feel like when you get into your 20s, all your conversations, because, like, okay, when you're graduating high school, all your conversations are, where are you going to college, what are you going to major in, what are you going to do? Cool. Then you, like, graduate college, and it's, like, when are you going to get married? And, like, you know those, like, those, like, holiday family get-togethers, and, like, you're just waiting for all these questions from your relatives that you're going to have to just dodge, and, like, those are the questions. Like, it moves from, like, school-related to literally, like, when are you going to settle down in your life? And, like... And yeah, it's a, it's annoying because, like, people that are asking those questions are obviously older and they grew up in a different time period. Yeah. Where you did get married when you were 18. Yeah. Stayed married even if you weren't happy. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, I have thought about this a lot. Like, even, like, I think I want to blame that on why I'm single is because I, I have so much pressure on myself. To find someone that is marriage material yeah. that I want to spend the rest of my life with. Rather than just dating. And, I right. mean, but I that's completely fair because you don't want to waste someone's time. And like... I don't want to waste my time. And, or your time. Or your time. And that's <laughs> like, I always go back to, it's like, if I'm like in a relationship, like, it's, I'm gonna try to make it. It's not like I'm gonna be like, okay, I would just date them for a little bit. Like, I wouldn't date someone if I couldn't see them being like potential like, to be forever like the dating years are over well yeah You're high like, school was when and i kind of missed the boat because i really didn't date same. that much in high school but like yeah the dating years are like essentially over Sorry. it's scary Oops. it's it's freaky i mean i'm in a relationship but like i know like a lot of like my friends that are single it's like there's like this timeline and it's like okay if i meet someone now Right. I want to be together with them for, like, four to five years before we get engaged. Then we got to be engaged for a year. Right. Then we got to get married, and I want to have kids before I'm 30. Right. <laughs> like. I've thought about this, too, because, like, I would like my first child before I'm 30. And like me, too. And, years from now. So, like, I need yeah. to just start dating someone yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I, I think about it not in the sense that I need to find someone, because, <laughs> like, I'm in a serious long-term relationship, but it's, like, my boyfriend still has to go through, like, med school and stuff. And, like, we can't have a kid while he's in med school. So, it's, like... Yeah, by the time that ends, you're, like, really... And like, I'm a... a real short period of time. And I'm a year older than him, too. 
He's yeah. not going to get out of med school until he's 28. I know. I know. So it's like, I'm like, oh my God, I wanted to have my kid at like 28, but I think... You can be pregnant while he's still in school. <sighs> I that's a confer- That's for you guys to That's for out. us to figure that out. <laughs> but, but like, that's, so that's it another, an it's another like form of commitment, even if you're not in a relationship. Because like, I mean, even if you're in a serious relationship, there's still that like pressure to like settle down, especially if you've been together for a while. Like, my, my, um, family member, I don't want to, like, out, out this person on the podcast, but, um, she, one of my family members, they have been in a relationship for, like, a while. Like, honestly, like, six or seven years, I lost count, that's how long. And they're, like, living together, like, they're a really great match, but, like, now everyone's like, okay, when are you gonna get engaged? When are you gonna get married? When are you gonna get engaged? And, like, it's, like, exciting and good for them, but, like, at the same time, like, does that take away from their relationship that they're feeling all this pressure to, like, make it official in the law or the but, church? But it's but it's scary to think about also, because, like, even if you are dating for a long time, there are people that date for, like, seven years and then they break up. So what if you did get married at year five and now you're two years into your marriage and divorce? Yeah. Which I think is messier. Oh, my God. I was listening to this podcast. I always talk about other podcasts that I listen to, but I listen to so many podcasts. Um. Anyway, this girl... She dated this guy for eight years. He went to therapy for the first time, and then he came home immediately and broke up with her. Good. <gasps> that scares Good. me so much. That scares me so much, especially because, like, I've been in such a long-term relationship, and, like, you get to that point where you're like, all right, this is probably going to be, like, it for me, and, like, you are, like, happy about that, and then it's, but it's like, but, but there's still time for it to not work, and that's terrifying, because then you have to start fresh with someone new. Like, that's so scary. I don't want to do that again. I know know someone who just turned 29 in July and I'm good friends with him and he's been in several long term relationships and they all just like don't work. And I'm like, you're hitting your thirties and like have spent all this time in long term relationships and you still haven't found that like one person. Yeah. Oh, it's scary. I know. It's really scary. Um, that whole timeline aspect. And I think, I mean, I don't want to take away from, like, the male side of it, but I think almost for the female side, it's a little scarier because as you get older, the chances of your kids having more, like, health issues gets higher. Right. So it's, like, I want to have them in my prime because I don't want my kids to have, like, a hard life. Right. Not that I would – because, like, it's usually, like, the chance for, like, Down syndrome, like, increases. And not that I would be upset about that because, like, I think people with Down syndrome are wonderful and, like, such a joy to this world. Um. But, like, at the same time, it's, like, yeah, I don't want my child to, like, have to suffer and, like, have to endure, like, being, like, you know, different and all that. Um, so, it's, like, it's kind of almost scarier, you know? And it's, well, like, from my perspective, it's just hard to find someone that's on the same page as well. Like, True. and it's, I guess it's just not something you talk about, like, on a first date. Well, yeah. But, like, you probably are both thinking, hey, we're in our early 20s, like, we want to, like, Date, like, date, 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 capital date. Like, this is deep. <laughs> like, But you can't, like, mention that in fear Well, because it's, be, it's crazy if right. you're like, well, I would marry you, like, right away. Or, like, so what are your thoughts on marriage? Like, third date? It's like, oh, I don't know, bye. Like, yeah, so you can't even talk about marriage until you're a year into the relationship. Li- even so, so, like, sometimes it's even, like, later than that. And, like, you never know how the person's going to react if it's gonna, like, be the straw that breaks camel's back and, like, end a relationship because they are not ready. It's really hard. 
because I feel like especially with our generation because there's so many mixed views on marriage and like we're very liberal with that like some people are getting married really early some people are not getting married at all some people are in long-term relationships and will never get married but they'll remain like domestic partners some people are getting married really late like it's so hard to it's not like it's not like the 1950s where they graduate and everyone's like all right let's get married and have kids like it's not right it's not or like graduate high school even it was so young back then so yeah it's really scary it's really hard and like people (laughs) people that are older did that and they like got married and then went to college or like went into the military or whatever like they married and like then lived their lives whereas people now are living their lives and then getting married yeah yeah i think my grandpa and my grandma on my dad's side i think they met he went into the service. I think he got drafted. Mm-hmm. And then then he was like, when I come back, I'm going to marry her. And then they got married when he came back. Well, my parents like met their high school sweethearts. So are which, mine. Eh, <laughs> eh. But um, my dad was, like went into the military for a couple of years. I didn't know he's a veteran. Yeah. Oh. And they got married while he was like in the military. And, like, oh. and then, How'd they do that? Was he not like deployed like far or something? No, he was just like, was just like at home not like home home but, but like, like where, what branch was he in the navy oh my grandpa was in the navy yeah. cool so they got married like like while he was in the service and then that's... left again things like that oh wow that's crazy my parents my parents are high school sweethearts too it's actually really cute because um they started dating when mom was a, the end of her freshman year of high school or maybe the beginning of her sophomore year which is, like, I know my dad's a year older than her, but um, my dad's, like, saw her walk into the cafeteria, and he was with his friend, and he was, like, I'm going to marry her. And then they got married, and that was before they were even dating. Like, he just saw her, and he was, like, I'm going to marry that girl. And they got married, and it's just, I think it's That is really cute, but so also, like, cute. I want to do that and be, like, you. You. I know. It's really Pick cute. One. It's really cute. Pick um, Yeah. It's, um, it's really... It's interesting, and, like, not only, I think, the commitment commitment in the terms of, like, romantic relationships, but also committing to a job, committing to a location, like, putting your roots down somewhere, and, like, people expecting you to be, like, okay, I have my job, and this is my job, and, like, this is what I'm going to do with my life, and, like... Well, that's what I'm struggling with now, is, like, to too. find a job that, like, I will be happy with, yeah. that I would stay there somewhat, uh, like, a substantial amount of time. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like the zero to 60 because you, I don't even know if you want to call it a zero to 60. It's like a 60 to 120 because it's like you come out of college and you had just like created this whole life and then you were like are expected to create this whole new one that's like supposed to be your life, 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 forever life. And like that makes me like want to cry. It's School does not prepare you for the things that are like necessary honestly no and especially like i'm looking at the classes i'm taking this semester and like none of them are gonna help me with anything in my life and it's such a pain that i have to pay for this because like i would rather learn how to do my freaking taxes or like buy a house like it just doesn't it's just the system's all messed up i don't know but um yeah it's really scary so um yeah um I wanted to touch on, like, female commitment versus male commitment because I feel like the stereotype is that guys are so scared of commitment. Well, before, like, before I speak to that, is 
I think commitment, like, on this, like, marriage level or whatever is, like, something guys don't really talk about, but they're definitely thinking about. At least I am. Like, yeah. every, like, person I meet or, like, relationship I get into, I, like, analyze. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, is, that, is this, that might just be me. Mm-hmm. But, like, hey, is this someone I could see spending the rest of my life with? Well, no, and I think, I don't think it's just you. I do think that's a male thing because, like, with my boyfriend. But don't talk about it. Yeah, exactly. My boyfriend, like. It'll come out at like little random times that like he makes it known that like he's well, very committed. Too. Like I know a lot of people that have like like guys that just like mention it or like they mention like oh I love you and you're like wait you're just like wait what yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 like yeah my boyfriend honestly like last weekend we're at the point he said where I love you for the first time. We've been together for five years, and he just said it for the first time. Isn't it romantic? Is there something toxic about my relationship? No, I'm just kidding. Um there's nothing toxic we're good but um we we were just like sitting in his room and he was just like we're gonna get married and I was like okay uh, like it's just such like a casual like thing and it's like so it's so like out of the blue whereas I'm like right now I'm trying to get him to discuss like okay where are we gonna move when we because we both graduate in May well I graduate in December but I walk in May so we're both gonna be done with college and I'm like okay where are we gonna go and like trying to like do all this like actual like logistic planning and like he's just like okay whatever it's whatever happens and so it's and like you, are but, you committed like but you can't afford to not think about it you like, can't no because then you're screwed because I need to know something. yeah you have to think about that yeah. you have to think somewhat into the future because yeah. like you have to like plan, like yeah, no, and I'm not life. saying it's, like, him not being committed. It's, I'm just saying, like, guys, I think, just don't talk about it. And it's hard because girls, like, want and need to talk about it. So you can figure out what you're doing if this person is, like, worth. Right. So it's just, I guess it's just a scary, scary conversation to have. Oh, it's such like, a, it's such a, like, I think vulnerable conversation. It's just, like, guys don't ever want to be tied down. Because, like, in the back of my mind, they always think, like, is there someone else? There's something better, yeah. That's hard. So. Yeah. And I want to know, like, why that happens. Because for me, like, I don't have those thoughts. And that, I think that's part of the reason why, like, guys cheat a lot, too. It's like, they oh, yeah. they think there's something better. That's like, scary, too. It's like, I don't want to get into this committed relationship. And then the guy be like, well, I mean, I'm in a committed relationship. But I don't want to, like, commit even further to, like, marriage. Because that's obviously the next step is, like, I don't want to get into that. And then it be like, well, he was like, oh, well, what if there's someone else? Still thinking that, and that's, I think that, I mean, I guess that maybe with maturity, that thought, like, goes away. I guess, but... like, I can safely say, like, I haven't, like, been in a relationship where I, like, a, like, fully committed relationship, like, uh-huh. deeply in love, that I still have that thought, but being yeah. out of a relationship, I know, like, I have that thought. Yeah. I'm, yeah, and I think, I think, like, my boyfriend is, like, the same way, like, he's, like a very good guy like not a cheater like does not have like he has zero respect for people who do that and like really like detests it so like it's not that I'm worried about that it's just like I think just in general like it's like I know that it's right for me the relationship but it's like I don't know what he's thinking because like we don't talk about it as much you know I don't know. It's just like, ugh, it's just freaky. It's Sorry, just so like freaky. Guys just don't talk about it. Yeah, and it's so it's hard. It's not going to change. I know it's not. <laughs> it's hard. And I think I'm luckier than most girls because, like, I do think he talks about it more than like, a lot of guys do, but it's still just like. I will scary. admit, though, like, sometimes, like, I. We talk about this every episode, but, like, I've learned from past mistakes and, like, know when that I should have committed mm-hmm. or, like, to a more 
strong relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't know, lack of a better word. But um, I've learned, like, oh, like, this is what I did wrong. Like, I should have, like, committed. But at the same time, I've also been in a relationship where I've wanted to commit and the girl didn't want to commit. Well, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm like, not... hello, I was literally, like, there for you and then it didn't work. Yeah, I'm, and I'm definitely not saying that it only goes one way. Like, it definitely... There are girls that also are, like, not into commitment. I know a lot of girls that just want to date around and, like, you know. And I think that when it comes down to it, it takes that one, like, person. And you'll meet that person and, like, you're not going to have to think, like, okay, do they check off all my boxes? You're just going to know. And, like, because, like, I have a friend who she was, like, a serial, not a necessarily a dater, but she just, like, was single and she was enjoying her life and just, like, experiencing a lot of different people. And then she met this guy and, like that's it and they've been together for like several years now and like she's like we're getting married and that's it and I'm done and I don't have any of those thoughts about other people and like that's insane to think about I know but that that one person changed it for her because she wasn't looking for a relationship she was just trying to have fun and like and I guess like it's kind of the same way for me I wasn't like her in the sense that I was like experiencing a bunch of people but it's like when I met my boyfriend I was just like I don't have, like, a desire. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. I don't, like, have a desire to be, like, single and, like, experiencing all these people. I just, like, it's, like, why? There's no point. It's not. So, it's hard to, like, not have that, like, active search for that person. But I think when you, like, suspend that and you just, like, the person just shows up at some point. But from, like, a more or, like, a less serious point of view is like also just committing to a like just a dating relationship like that, yeah. that like from a guy's perspective like it's hard because you want to just like have fun well not i also want to talk about because i know so many guys that are like that that they just don't want to actually like have a girlfriend they don't want to like they want to be with this girl all the time and hang out with her and you know be intimate and all that but they don't want to like call it like a girlfriend yeah and it's, it's like just, why I don't, I don't really know. Because, like, you want to leave your options open? To or some like... extent, it's easier. Because if you're boyfriend and girlfriend, you go through a breakup. But if you're just, like, together, you're not, like, breaking up. You're just, like... Hmm. Yeah, but then it's, like, at the same time, I mean, how many girls are actually down to just be completely uncommitted for, like, a long period of time? Like, it's almost, maybe it's almost Nobody. easier to... Yeah, <laughs> so it's almost, like, it's going to end inevitably if you're not going to commit. So it's, like... You're kind of shooting yourself well, in the foot. Well, that's the whole question with, like, being exclusive in, in a intimate way. It's, like, if you're exclusive, then you're dating. But you're not. Because you're not calling it that. Yeah. So, like, what does that mean? Yeah. And, like, I've been in that situation many a time. I mean, like, me I too. I don't want to be like, yeah, we're dating, but yeah. we're exclusive. I mean, so, my, my, okay, so my boyfriend and I dated. So, like, I guess I don't want to hang out with him. I just strictly wanted to be it. Oh, okay. So well, our exclusive I don't. I can't relate like, to that. We could just, like, hang out. With my boyfriend Sometimes. and I, like, we broke up for a bit, and I actually, I talked, I just threw my, <laughs> I just threw my pen. We, I talked about it in the last episode. We broke up for a bit, and then, like, we ended up getting back together, but the reason we essentially got back together was because we were, like, kind of, we were, like, kind of, like, together for, like, it started the summer, like, after we broke up, and, like, in through, like, I visited him at school, but we, like, weren't dating, we were just friends, and we were, but, like, you know, we weren't just friends, it was, like, a friends with benefits situation, 
And then I, like, came to this realization that I was, like, I'm literally just, like, letting him just use me. And that's not fair because, like, I have feelings for him. And, like, they never went away, blah, blah, blah. And then I was, like, all right. And I was real honest with him. And I was, like, we're, we're going to be exclusive. I'm sorry. Or I'm not doing this at all because I just can't, like, let you just do whatever you want. And then, like, also have me. That's not fair. And then that essentially, like, spiraled into just us dating. Because we were essentially dating. Because we were exclusive. We were just hanging out with each other. And then it was, like what are we doing we're just gonna date like it's dumb and then we've been together three years since then so it's like it's like such I don't know I feel like just being exclusive is you might as well just call it a relationship because like what's the point yeah and that's what I've learned too like it doesn't like just even if you do call yourself boyfriend and girlfriend you can break it you can break up you Uh can break up like it's the same thing as like becoming like unexclusive yeah and i think if you're exclusive like there's gonna be feelings involved so like no matter what even if it's a breakup versus just like cutting ties it's still gonna hurt and i think it's also important to mention is like as much as or like it's not said or as much as it is said that it's the opposite of what i'm going to say okay (laughs) um like it's not easy to just throw away feelings like guys like say it is or like say like they never had feelings but it's a lie yeah I'm, I don't want to say it's a lie, but, like... In my experience. They're embellishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, embellishing's a good word for it. Um, So, like, feelings for guys never really go away. Just, like, a girl's feelings don't really ever go away. But, like, guys don't, don't think about Like, talk about it or say it. So they say, yeah, it's, like, completely gone. Like, whatever. But... I mean, I can say that, like, my feelings for my ex, like, mm, there's none. So, <laughs> I don't know. I think it definitely depends on the case, but, like, I just have zero feeling whatsoever. But maybe that's because I've met, like, the person who, like, I ultimately want to spend, like, my life with. So that's, like, it kicks it up a notch. Well, I think that's what it is, too, is, like, because I don't want to say lonely, but I'm going to say lonely. Because I'm lonely, (laughs) I'm having these thoughts of, oh, I have feelings for my exes. Yeah. But am I actually, or is it just, like, I... You haven't met someone who's overpowered that. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. I think, but I don't think it's like lonely. I just think it's like, I I can't really put it into words. You just haven't met the person that's been, made it like, or even just. Made it worth forgetting. Yeah. Yeah. That's essentially it. Cause that's, that's like what happened for me. So, I mean, yeah, it's, um, it's hard. Katie's completely different because she went through like two people and like that was it. Now she's done. I'm, yeah. I did get lucky. I did. I'm really lucky that I literally, I, my ex and I broke up and then like three months later I met my boyfriend. Are you counting how many yeah, relationships? At least, at least four. Rela- like relationship relationships? Well, I wouldn't say, no, I never called them relationships. Oh yeah, because you call like, people your ex even if they you weren't actually dating. Well, also that. Which is like a huge debate that we always have, but. um. Sorry we weren't dating, but we were like. Essentially, essentially together I know, I know so they're my ex but then people are like see i've we have this we have this debate all the time guys guys say ex more fl- fluidly i guess yeah than girls do yeah i wouldn't call it an ex unless we actually were like we are in a relationship so you know otherwise it's just like someone i used to talk to please someone settle this debate for us i don't think we're us. ever gonna settle it because i think it's i think it's really just a gender difference i don't know but I feel like some girls do say that too. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's difficult. Like, what do I... We've we've talked about this before. Like, what <laughs> do I call someone that's... In the past that I had something with 
someone you used an to ex talk? lover, <laughs> like <laughs> an ex fling, maybe. But it's still X, so I shorten it to X. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. That's fair. I think that's fair. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I did. I, like, have a, a very different perspective because, like, I'm not currently, like, searching for my soulmate at this moment. So it's, like, it's, like, different. But there's still, like, again, like I've been saying, there's still elements of that fear. Not of commitment, but more of, like, like the pressure to do it and like all the things that come with commitment like paying for an engagement ring like moving in together and like having to pay for that and like the moving in together and then it's like okay I don't think we're gonna break up but what if we move in together and like it doesn't work out and then we have to move out like it's like it's like just so many things well that's um, what I've always like thought about too maybe it's just because I'm not in a relationship but like why does it have to be marriage? Like, why can't you live your lives together and I happily to touch on that together, too. children, the whole nine, but you're not actually married? That I wanted to talk about that too, and I know in like a lot of countries there are, um, like other alternatives to actually like legal marriage that you can have that still give you like benefits as a couple, but you're not like legally married well that's what i want to know too like someone married please tell me what are the marriage benefits what are the actual benefits that i get well it's like (laughs) it's like if they move to have to move to another country you can go with them on their visa um you get like certain well you have the combined income so the tax break tax kind of but i don't know yeah that's what i'm saying like what is what am i signing up for yeah i feel (laughs) what do i get Besides eternal love, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but like till death do us part. Um, well, I think they're 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 like like family type like benefits because you're technically become like their family. So like yeah. insurance wise, um, it's just definitely taxes. I feel. Um, if but, you, like, you have, like, you're supporting a family and you can show that you have, like, dependents. Like, if your wife doesn't work, you have a dependent. I guess so. So, like, there's that. But it is, I feel like marriage is literally just, like, this, like, legal thing. I mean, I see it as, like, a symbolic thing of, like, love and, like, obviously something that I want to do because, like, I just, that's just personally how I feel. Um, I think it's, like, the ultimate form of commitment in, like, a like a romantic standard but i feel at the core of it it's literally just like a legal thing yeah i don't it know it's a little arbitrary well, like, that's but... what i don't understand is like why bother getting married if you're just gonna get a divorce like if you're gonna break up why would you go through the whole but i think that people that get married like well obviously they don't, don't think that they're right. they don't want to get it like i'm not gonna I don't want, I want to get married and I don't want to get a divorce. Like, that's the thing. You want the person to be your forever person, but sometimes it doesn't work out. But that's why when, when people that haven't known each other for very long get married, I'm like, what's the point? You could just be together. It's the same thing without a ring. Like, right. that's what I don't understand. Like, like, I'm sorry, Ariana and P. like, why did you well, have to get engaged? But it's also some, like entire families are torn apart through divorce so like yes. years later do they decide that the relationship isn't working like after the 10 plus years together that's so scary too because like i know people that that's happened to right and i mean i think you just have to like 
ease your fears with that by like thinking that it's like okay well that relationship served its purpose and like maybe it's that you had kids with that person and your kids are a huge blessing and like you can't be together but like that's what that purpose was i don't know it's scary but i think that's what the scary form of commitment is is like yeah oh is it even gonna work yeah it's like and it's like you could be completely committed but you never you can't be inside someone's mind so you never you only know what they're telling you and like you don't know that they're telling you everything that they are actually feeling so it's like you never really know if it's gonna work out or not right you can be a hundred and twenty percent into it and the other person could just change their mind and that's i think that's like what's so scary for me too is like i definitely have a fear of abandonment and like that that's the biggest part of commitment that freaks me out has nothing to do with my own commitment it's that the other person's just gonna be like eh never mind well, yeah. And I'm going to be like, okay, well, my whole life, I committed my whole life. Oh, yeah, I think it's a super, it's a, definitely a super common insecurity. Because you, like, you give so much to this person and then they just be Well, like, part of okay. everyone probably has that thought. Like, as, like, I have that thought. Oh, I know everyone does. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, I guess, the best way to approach that is to just be super open with the other person, the other party, and talk through those, like, fears. Yeah. So, don't be scared to talk about marriage, I guess. Well, unless it's, like, been a week, because, like, then you shouldn't. You have to, like, feel it room. out. Read the read the situation. Yeah, because, I mean, I just, yeah. I think it takes a while. Especially, like, I feel like for well, guys. Also, it's interesting to think about who decided these steps of a relationship. Like, why does it's it, just, why do, yeah. why, why can't I talk about marriage the first date? Obviously, it would be weird, but... <laughs> Like, why do I have to wait? Like, I don't know. We've been dating for a year. Let's start talking about, like, Well, that's fair. Future. I think, like, a year could... And I think that if there's no talk of future, that's actually more of a sign that, like, the relationship is not going well. If you're a year in and you haven't made any talk about the future, even if it's something as simple as, like, oh, like, in six months, let's go to Florida on vacation yeah. together. Like, if there's none of that, and if it's just, like, your partner's meeting you with, oh, we'll see, that's where there's, like, some red flags. So you could test the waters in that way, being like, "Oh yeah, at Christmas time." I know, but time, then sometimes you also say those things, and then they you break up before then. Like you have quote unquote plans for the future, like oh, like that's what like people would talk about breakups. We all had the time. plans. Yeah. yeah, we had so many plans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's yeah, it's scary. It's a crapshoot. It's like you don't know what's gonna happen, and like that's my biggest thing is I'm such a planner and like I need like everything to be planned out and like it has to go my way or I freak out I'm not a spontaneous person in that way so it's like that's my fear is that it's just gonna hit the fan and everything's gonna just not work out the way I wanted it to so yeah and then there's the question of like prolonged engagements like why aren't you just getting married or like well, I mean, it takes time to plan a wedding, but... I know, but, like, some people are engaged, engaged The five-year engagement yeah. in a movie or something, yeah. Um, yeah. So like, for some reasons, it's, like, it can be financial or, like... I think some mostly other hardship. it's... Yeah. But then there's sometimes, like, um, you're engaged, and, like, why aren't you, like, just locking it down? Well, at that point, it's dumb to just be, keep putting it off for reasons that are not, like, financial or something else, because it's, like... You made half the commitment. You have one foot in. Put the other freaking foot in. Like, 
You know, Uh like it's just, you go all in if you're going to propose to someone. Because if you're going to propose to someone, you're putting the idea in their mind that you're going to get married. Right. It's like, you can't just be like, "Mm," like there's no reason. There's literally, you might as well just date and just keep dating. There's no point. But then it's harder. It's like more hurtful if you break an engagement. It's terrible if you break an engagement. Yeah. So, like, ah. I know. It's so scary. But I think you just have to like like remind yourself that like you can't control the future and if you knew everything that was gonna happen in the future life would be super boring and like everything happens for a reason and like you can't there's nothing you can do about it so you have to just live in the present enjoy what you have when you have it if you are gonna make those big commitments that's great yeah it might not work out but like at least you had it you know right so everything's a learning Everything's a learning experience, and I think, I really do think that with every, like, heartbreak and every lesson learned, you grow and you do get better, and you move towards better things. Like, I think life progresses that way for the most part, so mm-hmm. it you can't always... Like I said, I've learned from my past relationships. Yeah, yeah, so you can't always, like, think of it as a bad thing, so, you know, don't be necessarily scared of, of it, but... um why do you think like guys are typically more scared of commitment like well you know that like typical i think i wrote this in the notes or maybe i just wrote it in my mind but um the typical no i wrote it in the notes um the typical like wedding gag like cake topper that's like the bride dragging the groom down the aisle do you think it just relates back to that like what if there's more yes that's, and that's what I was going to say is like that one thought in the back of your mind that like there is someone else for you. Well, and I think maybe it also is like deep down like biological too because women just want to find someone that they can just have children with. But I feel like men like, well, okay, because a woman can only be pregnant one at a time, but a man can get a bunch of people pregnant. Right. So it's like so that. So it's, like, it's, obvi- it's just automatically more of a commitment for a female because she literally has child. Yeah. Yeah, so and but they a guy want someone... can have a child, but yeah, not be there for that child. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and I think that's another thing that also like marriage. I think it's another benefit of marriage is that like they can't just be like. They have like they, obligations. They can't just leave. And if even if you get divorced, there's obligations. There's spousal support. There's child support. There's all that. So right. So yeah. Well, that's scary too. Well. Don't just dip out on your wife if, unless it's, like, really necessary. Um, yeah, okay, we already did touch. I had a question. Is marriage really the ultimate form of commitment, or can you commit yourselves wholly without marriage? And I think you can commit yourself without marriage, but I think, like, in our culture, at least American culture, like, it really is the ultimate form. And, like, at some point, if you're not, people are going to be, like... Well, I think it's just outside people. Like, nobody, like government why like nobody from the irs is gonna be like you guys have been together forever why aren't you married yeah but i mean i think it's our, more societal yeah thinking that like and judgment of why aren't you married yet yeah You're definitely together. <laughs> definitely and it, it would be interesting to know like if that exists in other cultures because i i do know that some cultures are way more lax with that like i know in like sweden it's like very lax like there's people that just never get married they have kids they live together 60 well, yeah, years in France, it's the same. just i, I don't want to generalize but like i feel europe is like has that sort of mentality yeah. it's like less, yeah 
And I don't, I think that's almost a good thing because it like, marriage isn't for everyone. So, and if, especially like, if it's a situation where you both make a lot of money and you don't want to like, have to give up your money. Yeah. Cause some people are like that. Or like, if you come from a lot of money and you have like, um, trust funds and stuff and you don't want to have to be obligated to share that, like, or you don't want someone to like divorce you and then be able to take that prenup. But, um, like, you know, so I think it's kind of, it's almost good in that way. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, do you feel pressure as a male to be the gatekeeper of this kind of commitment? Because, like, so what I mean by this is, like, I, when I look at my relationship, the, I think the, the the duty always puts the label on the yeah, so it's going to be, like, my boyfriend is going to be the one to propose. I'm not going to propose to my boyfriend. I'm sorry, I'm not that progressive. I can't do that. Um, and it, that pressure is going to fall on him. He has to make that decision and do it on his own, and I have to wait for him to do that. I think it should be, like, especially with the marriage, like, it should definitely be mutual, and I think you should be able to see it coming as, much, as like, romantic as it is to, like, have a spontaneous proposal. Like, I think you guys should, like, be on the same page like yes marriage is like soon well that's why you talk about it first yeah because i mean if you propose to someone and they're like but i don't want i don't stand for marriage i don't uh, agree with it and i don't want to be married then it's like oh my god well i just put myself out here and now we're not getting married so so like it should definitely be a like same page type of deal yeah um but i don't okay it's complicated because i don't have pressure to be that like gatekeeper or like be the one to say that but at the same time everyone thinks that I'm gonna do it as the guy yeah like person like personally I don't have that pressure well and you're not in like a long-term it's external relationship. pressure yeah um like oh the guys always like put the label and like propose and whatever like that's external pressure but yeah internally like it can be Whatever. Would you care if a girl proposed to you? I would honestly be flattered. I'd be like, Really? Because wow. I know guys that would be like, you just took my man card. Like, I don't know. My, I don't know. My masculinity isn't that, like, fragile. Some, I mean, it is for <laughs> some guys, but, um, yeah. I just, I guess it's just my social conditioning being, like, you have to, the man has to propose to you, and it's going to be your fairy tale proposal and all that, I think but... I wouldn't be mad if it was, like, in a private way, but if it was, in like, in a public restaurant, like... Then you'd be like, girl. Yeah, I'd be like, you just now stole... I look like a pussy. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Which, so, I again, mean... It's the external pressure, not, like, conformity, but... I know someone that proposed to their fiancé, they were a female, and they proposed to a male. It was like, private, though. Right. I think that's great. And, it, like, if you plan it out and it's, like, private, mm-hmm. sure. But if you're getting people involved and you're doing it in public mm-hmm. and you're, whatever, this whole orchestrated event, mm-hmm. then it's, like, a little bit embarrassing. Yeah. And that's just Cause you're like, society speaking through us. But, yeah. 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 I want to know, like, in, like, same-sex relationships, like, how, who, how do they decide who, like, is it just whoever gets to it first? Like, I don't, how do you decide that? I feel it's so much easier. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, like, it Besides sucks Besides all the oppression that you face? Well, what? yeah, not, we're not saying that they have it any easier than us, because they definitely don't. Um, and it's terrible. But, yeah, 
Because um, I don't want to, like, sit around and, like, just twiddle my thumbs and wait for a ring to pop up. Like, I mean, I, like, I am, I do agree that, like, we will have those discussions, what you, but... What if you both plan an engagement and you both get a ring and then you're like, oh, like, and I was going to do this next week and you're doing it today. Like, ah, ah, you just blew it for me. Yeah, that's, like, really tough. And then at the same time, it's, like, we, we mentioned, like, talking about it first and, like, I... I've heard about relationships where they're like, okay, I'm going to propose to you. Like, let's pick out your ring. I'm going to do it. You're not going to know when or, like, how, but it's going to be really soon and you know what ring you're going to get. And that, for me, like, steals the magic a little yeah, bit. I don't like that. I don't like that either. I think I'm just that type of person that, like, wants to surprise and be romantic. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like old-fashioned in I that way. I still want approval, but I hope I have good enough taste to, like, pick a ring. Yeah. Okay, so what I'm doing, because, <laughs> like... It is, it's freaky, but it is, like, I'm at that point in my life where it's a possibility at some point. Like, not, not this year, but, like, Actually. in the next, like, two to three years, you know? Um, to not to freak my boyfriend out if he's listening, but it's fine. We've talked about this before, Eat. but, um, anyway, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna give a bunch of, like, ring ideas to my best friend and then tell her exactly how I want my proposal. And then he can go to her and she can be like, all right, here, because. But then you're screwed if he doesn't go to her. I'm gonna give it to a few friends. My mom, my best friend from college, and my best friend from high school. Those are the people that I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna be like, all right, you keep this on your desktop, and this is Katie's engagement. And I already did tell my boyfriend. I was like, he, I don't know why he puts up with me because I'm insane. But I was just like, I was like, He's all right, we can go too. Yeah. I, well, well, I didn't tell him that, but I I told my best friend that recently. I was like, just so you know, I'm gonna be sending you a file in the next two years, and you're gonna have to keep it. Blah blah. blah. But I told my boyfriend, I was like, I don't want a big public one. I don't want you to have a flash mob. I just nope. It's gonna be. It's going to be small and just us. And then I want a secret photographer to capture the moment. So am I still in my party own? after? Oh, hell yeah. Everybody's hiding and like ah, the jump out. Yeah. Um, anyway. So yeah. Um, I think at the end of the day, like communication, absolutely. Communication can solve every problem in a relationship, in any type of relationship too. So communicating through that those fears those reservations those like desires but at the same time like being emotionally intelligent enough to like read the situation and not hit someone with the marriage talk on the second date you know because that's freaky (laughs) that would freak again if you guys need advice we may or may not be able to give it but hit us up anyways yeah talk it out yeah we can try we can figure it out if you're planning a proposal, I'm sure Katie would love to help you. Oh my god. Ugh, I would love that. I just really want one of my friends to get married so I can help plan a wedding. Because I just think it's... Maybe I should just become a wedding planner. Because, like... that's I just really enjoy that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Cool. And then, just... I don't want to backtrack, but Go I ahead. feel a lot of guys, like, have this fear once, like, their fiancés get crazy in wedding planning they're like whoa bridezilla yeah yeah i hope i wouldn't be a bridezilla i but i get really stressed out so <laughs> uh, okay i don't know but yeah so commitment's freaky in like all even not even romantic commitment like just commitment to life it's just scary True. i just want to stay in bed all day i literally me too me too. I don't want to go to work every day for the rest of my life, which I'm not gonna because I'm gonna be a stay at home mom. But <laughs> oh my god, 
Uh, okay. Okay. So yeah, now that we've, <laughs> we've really too much we've freaked ourselves out. So, so, yeah, too much commitment going on here. I can't do this. Um. Anyway. Moving forward. So yes, that ends our discussion on commitment. Sorry if you guys are now like clammy hands, heart palpitations talking about that. We're together. We're with you. We, We're yeah. with you. Yes. Yes. Okay. So now we'll move into our last segments. We have a now playing. We do we both? Oh yeah, you do. Yeah. I have one, like, actually, for once. Mine's normally just, like, a question or, like, a statement, but I have ones. Can I go first? Cool. (laughs) So, okay, first of all, I'm not doing this in order of my notes, so just so you know. First of all, um, as Ariana always shows up on every episode, I have to give her a shout-out for her new song, Thank You, Next. What are your thoughts? Um, I, I can't decide if it's shade or, like, good shade or bad shade. I think it's, like, the perfect mix of both. Yes. I well, think... I was listening to it, like, on repeat mm-hmm. the other day because someone was making me listen to it on repeat. Oh. <laughs> but it, like, made more sense as I kept listening to it. But I was just like, there's... This is heavy. Yeah. It definitely is. The Mac Miller part, like, like hurt. I was like, oh, my God. I, yes. I also didn't realize that she started the whole meme that was, like, one taught me patience, one taught me love. Oh, I love it. You didn't know that? I one love it. Me. I saw one, and, and it I was, saw... like, Obama, Bush, Trump, and I was just like, that's so funny. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a it's a jam. Like, good for her. Um, Since we're already talking about her, I can spill some tea that her breathe in music video which is from her sweetener album apparently leaked some new album tracks Ooh, i didn't know that i haven't seen it um it's a great music video but i like saw this online but like hidden messages in the music video like so obviously i had to watch it of course and i don't want to spoil anything but like do it spill the tea (laughs) Um, like, there's a scene of, like, a train station and, like, the, what's it called? The flipper board? The, like, the departure time board? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's actually called, but... It, like, changes. So, and it changes to be, like, song titles, but you don't really think about it because you're like, oh, like, eh. Yeah, whatever, yeah. But Whoa, that's so cool. That that I am excited. I, I love the song. Thank you, next. Going back to just circling yes. back. Um... I think it's, it's such a good, like, breakup anthem, and, like, but in the best way. It's not, like, in a, like, revenge way. It's just, like, all right, like, next, but, like, also, like, thank you because I am, I learned so much from you, and now I'm gonna do me. I think it's literally, like, Kay thinks bye. Well, that's the the shade. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Thank you, next. And then it's, like, but I do like that she, like, acknowledges, like, what she gained from the relationship. And just like we talked about in this episode, like you learn and you grow from every failure of a relationship. So what I didn't like was like, she like was like next, like next. Oh. Who's next? Like, well, she then, counter, but, like but, order number 94. Like, but then she goes into saying like that she's next. Like she's with someone new. They're having better discussions. Her name's Ari. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. that is like, I think that is the best part. If that wasn't in there, then it would be a little bit like, all right, girl. But, like, she turned it on herself. I mean, there are songs that are, like, relax. Yeah. Like, not of hers necessarily. Yeah, yeah. just, like, there are songs that are, like, whoa, like, dial it back a little. Yeah. But But I like how she, like, thanked them for what she learned from them and then also turned it around and was, like, yeah, but I taught myself this, too. Like, 
It's a good empowerment song. It's so good. I just really like it. And I just, I'm just proud of her. And I just want her to do well. I just like think she's such a good person. So we, we love Ariana Grande. Yes. Good for her. Um, other things I've been listening to, I've been listening to a lot of One Direction lately. And like, I always do this every year. I feel nostalgic and did I'm we, like. Did we plan that my tea? No. You were not playing. No. So the tea like relates to One Direction. And we'll get to that in a bit. But no, I, I just like, I've been literally listening to them a lot lately. And I do this. I literally do this every year. Usually around the time of year, I feel really nostalgic. And I'm like, they were just so good. Like, I I'm just. miss them. Yeah. I like, they're just so underrated. I'm like, they're just so, I mean, they were not underrated then, but now. And I've just been listening to a lot of their songs. Nobody even knows who they are. Like, I feel kids now that yeah. listen to them are like, Harry they Styles, he's every- in a band? What? They were everything. They were huge. And especially now that, like, their music is not really focused towards kids anymore. Right. I wouldn't want kids to listen to most of the songs that they've come out with. <laughs> Like Zane's especially, oh, yeah. yeah. Which I support. I support all of their solo careers. I think they're good. Couldn't really get on the Louis train. I just didn't really like his music. But like Harry Styles, yes. Zane, yes. Niall, yes. Like great. Liam, he just came out with a new song with the person that I'm going to talk about next, Lennon Stella, and I support him too. So anyway, One Direction. Who? Is he? Who? Lennon is a girl. Well, okay, who's she? Okay, so Lennon Stella, <laughs> there was this viral video that came out, like, years ago. Like, I want to say, like, seven to eight years ago. Of these two sisters, and they're doing the Cup song, but it's a song yeah, called yeah. Girlfriend by Robin. Oh, okay, sure. Call Your Girlfriend. Um, it's amazing. They have amazing voices. They're from Canada. Then they were on the show Nashville. Um, if you've ever heard of that yes. show, Hayden Pantera is in it. Yeah, they were, they played, like, two, like, daughters on that show. And since then, like, Lennon, Lennon's older, Maisie's, like, the sister, and she's, like, 13 right now, so, like, they were pretty young when they, like, kind of came to fame, but, um, Lennon is, like, 18 or 19, and she, maybe 20, she's coming out with music now, and she has the most beautiful voice I've ever heard in my life. Their, like, parents were, like, folk singers or something, and so she has this, like, really interesting voice, and it's so, so pretty, so she came out with, she has three songs out, no, four songs out right now. Her newest one is with Liam Payne, and it's called... Polaroid. Yes, I do. With know Jonas that Blow. Song. It's a good song. But I really like her other songs. There's Breakaway. Um, and then there's she just came out with a new one today. Fortress. Well, two weeks ago, but yes, today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> today when we're recording this. Fortress, and then she has one called Bad, and Bad is really good. It's like a bop. So yeah, that's what I've been listening to. I really like her. She's just really cool and has a good voice, so I recommend. I recommend. I have listened to Polaroid, so I do know. I guess I'm familiar, but didn't put it together. Yeah. Um, What I'm listening to is my fall playlist. You guys can follow me on Spotify. I'm, like, really jamming out to it. Um, We've talked about in the past that we make playlists for each month, each season, whatever. So, right now, specifically on my fall playlist is Sleepless Nights by A-OK and Sweet But Psycho by Ava Max. And Too Gone, and I can't really remember who sings that right now. It's like a weird acronym. It's like A-N-M-X or something. I've never heard of any of these artists. That's usually a theme of mine. Yeah. I would find artists that nobody knows who they are, but I really like their music. That's so good. And then hire me, please. Yeah. Actually. Paul wants to work um, in the music industry, so yeah. So that's what I'm listening to. Check it out if you want. If not, 
whatever that's what i'm listening to so cool to each his own it's fine i'll probably check it out because i i do this every week i listen to new music friday and i'm disappointed every week for the most part so yeah i need new music so yeah feel free to follow me on spotify i have most of my playlists are public me too so I and i do a playlist and yeah. summer oh playlist, you have a country playlist? Fall playlist yeah like a good country not like a in the back of my pickup truck. Okay, but beer, don't say those are bad because some of them are good. Uh, <laughs> a little bit too country for me. Uh, yeah, if you want to follow me too, I do a monthly playlist every single month. So every single month since twenty thirteen. You popped up on my friends feed and I was gonna listen to it, but then I just didn't. Wait, we're friends, right? Yes. Oh, on like the side. Yes. What was I listening to? November. Oh. And I was like, oh, I want to I do. To it, but my I boyfriend like also uses my Spotify and um. Sometimes, like, it's him listening, so if you see me listening to, like, strange things, it's probably my boyfriend. He, I still understand how that works, but... He just is logged so in. It's just, we just, you know, I just do something nice for him so he doesn't have to pay for it, because it's fine. Good for him. Yeah. He's lucky. He should, um, he should commit to me. <laughs> so that's what's playing now. Okay. Um, we spilled some of the tea about Ariana Grande. Again, check out that music video. But there's more tea. Um... So to talk about One Direction again, Zayn recently just published a statement in, I can't remember what it is. A magazine? Yes. GQ? No. I don't know. Rolling Stone? No. But he just was... Okay. In print. Yes. In print somewhere. (laughs) Okay. I'm sure you can find it. Yeah. Um, That he didn't really make friends while he was in One Direction. He always felt like an outcast, but then he was like... But I'm that type of person. I've always been like a single type of lone wolf guy. And I was like, well, okay. Okay, so, so... I don't really understand how that worked anyways because they were in a band and they had to... They were with like, each other all the time. You can't pretend that well. Well, okay. And so when I read this in the notes, I was like, what? Because I remember like when they were first getting popular, I would sit in my room and like watch their funny videos that they would upload to YouTube yeah. from when they were on X Factor. Is that the yes. show? That, yeah. And, like, how could you fake... He, they seemed like they were great friends. So, I think it's him just, like, circling back now and being like, I, I think left he, because I didn't have friends. I like, think that's I his persona, too, is, like, the mysterious, like, withdrawn one, you so know? So, like, I would... I'm curious to see, like, what the others sort of think of that. Like, if they were like, yeah, like, we were friends. Like, I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, I want statements. Because I know that they're, like, a bunch of them are still friends. Like, I know, um... Niall posted for, like, Liam's birthday or something, and, like... But I think there was, like, talk of a reunion, and then (sighs) Zayn was like, yeah, never, because I'm so alone. Well, like, can the four of them do a reunion? Because... I mean, they had a... They did that last album together, so whatever. No, but that wasn't a reunion. That was just, like, a... We're just gonna squeeze one more out, but I want a reunion. Because their contract was five albums. That's why. Wait, really? And then they split off? Yeah, they were allowed to, like be done with our contract after and i know albums. they like didn't like the fan base that they had i know i'm a terrible fan i know they didn't like the fan base that they had because originally when they first started they wanted to be more geared towards like older people because they were older but they got all the 10 and 11 year olds yeah so i understand Imagine being a celebrity and like just having fans that you don't like want yeah like you're on a lunchbox and you're like it's just i'm literally like 20 years old and i just don't want True, this i hate that I don't anyway. want to be on school supplies. Um, so that's the tea about One Direction and Zane. That makes me sad. I love them. And I do, I like Zane. I think he has an amazing voice, so. But, oh well. 
And I then, support I support him. And then just the last bit. This is more of a fun fact, not really tea. But something to think about is the world has had color TV for about half a century now. So like 50 years. It's 2018. So like what? 68? Yeah, 68. Yeah. Um, but there are still more than 7,000 households in the UK alone that watch black and white televisions. So like that's and like the UK is developed. Yeah, it's so just like, like the U.S. Think about all the countries that are, like, very underdeveloped. Mm-hmm. They don't even have TV. I want to know, like, is it because they don't have access? They have to have access to it. Is yeah. it that they just choose to just watch? I feel you wouldn't choose to. I mean, it's is just it just like, old people that just don't want to? I don't know. But England, let us know. something to think about. <laughs> That's very interesting. I saw that this probably could have gone into the shit that's deep category a little it bit because it is kind of deep. I also going along with that, I saw like this thing and it was like if you scale down like the length of the universe, we've been a, humanity has existed for an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and we've crazy. like depleted the forests in like thirty seconds or something. I always think about how young the U.S. is. True. Compared. compared to everybody. Yeah. Was, yeah. Whoa. I mean, because so my mom. We're three hundred years old. They're like. Thousands. Thousands. I know. My mom is doing our genealogy right now, and she's, like, getting us traced back to, like, 1,200. The U.S. wasn't even a thought. I know. It's crazy. Not it's even crazy. a thought. So, insane. Really crazy. But, anyway. History's not really my cup of tea. Ha, I, I, I love history, but, but yeah. that's a different discussion. So, cool. That's it. All right. Well, we hope we didn't scare you too much with this episode, and we hope you have a great... Wait, is this the Thanksgiving one? Yeah, we were talking about Thanksgiving in the beginning. We hope you have a great Thanksgiving, um, and yeah, eat a lot of food. Make sure you check out our Instagram and email us if you want to. Yeah, cool. Okay, bye. Bye.